Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Alongside Logan Ward, I am Sam Foreman. Again, our KLC Game of the Week tonight was Pal hosting Halls. Pal capitalizes on a late mistake by Halls to score and get the win 14-7. to We're now joined by the head coach of Pal High School, Matt Lowe. Coach, uh, first off, thanks for joining us tonight, and congratulations on a big and incredibly hard-fought win. You got it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. And, and as a lifetime pal guy, it always feels good to be home. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I, I uh, Logan earlier was talking about just how intense that rivalry can be. And while I'm not as familiar from a personal level with Pal and Halls, uh, being a Sevier County alum, I know there's a few schools in my county that growing up you just uh, you have a certain passion for just disliking. I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, and so much of it when it comes to Powell and Halls is, is these two, you know, communities are so intertwined that so many of these kids go to Bricky McLeod and, and, and it's really split down the middle. And so many of these kids play AAU basketball and play travel baseball. They're, they're always growing up playing together. And then you get to high school and, and they end up in two different locations a lot of times. So, you know, it's always made it such a great rivalry that a lot of these kids will, will go to the cookout or someplace down the road to eat together but then they'll turn around two days later and they're battling it out on the field. So it makes it fun. Coach, I, I kind of want to jump straight to uh, at least as far as on the scoreboard and the action there, the most electrifying moment of the game that was late. Halls is driving. You get the turnover. You wind up punching it in the end zone for the, what would be the go-ahead and the winning score, 14-7. Just kind of walk us through those couple minutes there in your mind and what the emotions were like as it was a close ball game. You go from maybe things not looking great from your team to all of a sudden you're in the end zone and you've got the game at hand, at least it seemed with a few seconds to go. Well, it was. Uh, you know, every emotion you can imagine took place not only during this ball game, but certainly during the fourth quarter and even in the last two minutes for both sides. You know, you go from pure excitement, uh, you know, to getting a turnover, returning it, then you pick up a couple first downs and then the job stalls out. Now you turn it over to them. And all of a sudden, they pop off with a, a long run there. But then, you know, a, a hit comes in late, and the ball pops out, gives you back new life. So, you know, I mean, every emotion you can imagine, a complete roller coaster as you go through it. But somehow, our, our kids found a way to, to, to have an opportunity, and then they found a way to cash in on that opportunity. Hey, Matt Logan, one here. Thanks for joining us. I'm just kind of curious, what was the change that, you know, you all made on defense, or was there any change? Because the first two games, you all gave up. 100 points so what was the change on defense to then play very good defense last week and then obviously this week well uh, i think a lot of it was our kids and our coaches got tired of hearing that we're giving up 50 points a game uh, so you know bottom line you know i don't know that there's been a huge change in what we're doing or how we're approaching things i think there's been a huge commitment change uh, i think our, our coaching staff has made a major commitment to getting better on defense, and I 100% know that our kids are making a major commitment to getting better. The practice habits are getting better. Playing sound on defense is getting better. And, and those guys are coming out there, and they're, and they're able to make plays. And so a lot of that credit goes to that defensive staff, but it goes to those kids 
for, for you know, having your backs up against the wall. They were tired of hearing about it, and they decided to make a change, and now they've had a couple of really good weeks. And I'll ask you about Walter Nolan. I'm sure this this is probably the one millionth question you've got about him since he's been at Powell. What kind of leader is he off the field? Because obviously, you know, number one ranked player in the country by by multiple services, getting a whole bunch of Division One SEC looks. What kind of leader is he off the field for the younger guys and guys that he's kind of mentoring to turn into players potentially like him? Yeah, I mean, he's that guy that everybody's naturally attracted to. I mean, he, his physical stature. You know, obviously they all know who he is. They all want to follow him around. And, and that's what he talks the game with a lot of these young guys. And so, you know, he is a very intelligent football player. He understands the game very well. And so, you know, a lot of times we're throwing stuff at him. And, and he's like, I got it, coach. I got it, coach. And a lot of times he's out there and he's trying to get the other guys either lined up or to know which gap they're in. You know, when, when you're making certain calls, he's certainly trying to help some of those guys around him get going. And, and so – I mean, he's a guy who knows a lot of football. He's played a lot of football. He's obviously spent a lot of time at camp talking with some high-level guys about scheme and about technique. And so, you know, that's another thing that you see him doing when we're doing one-on-ones, when we have some opportunities. He's not only, you know, making his play, but then he's showing some guys in the background, you know, some some hand placement things and and some things like that. So he does a great job, and he brings a lot of energy, and, and he's pretty good at football too, which helps. Coach, speaking of Walter Nolan, uh, over the last couple of weeks, you've heard his name called a little bit more, starting to see him make a little bit more of an impact from a number standpoint. Of course, he's the kind of player who, just being on the field, he makes an impact. But have you seen Walter really start to just get more comfortable and at ease with the playbook as he was a late addition to your squad? Is he starting to really just come into his own within the system you run at Powell? Well, he really is. And, and you know, every system you get in is going to be a little different. Trusting the guys that are on each side of you is always going to be a little different. And so, you know, I think he, there, there was some of that that took place early on, and I think he's made that adjustment. But, you know, I, I kind of joke around with him, but uh, it's really not a joke. Uh, you know, the weather changing helps. Uh, you know, he, he's a big kid. And so as it gets cooler and cooler, his legs get a little fresher and fresher. So, you know, those, those big guys, it's hard when it's 90 degrees at kickoff. Um, and so, you know, bottom line, he's done a great job committing to getting in better shape. He's done a great job of, of getting in game-type shape, and that allows him to be on the field playing more often. And the more he's on the field, the more opportunity he has to make big plays. Coach, looking at your schedule, obviously Hall's a talented team that you played tonight. But last week in region play, you played Clinton. You played Science Hill this season. You played Carnes. Both of those were road trips. You also went to Maryville. And, of course, you opened the season against Anderson County. How do you think that strength of schedule so far helped you tonight in such a close tight ball game against halls and do you think it'll play a big impact for you still got road trips to oak ridge campbell county and then playing catholic and lenore city so left on the schedule well you know that, that's certainly your plan when you put that type of schedule together uh, you know your guys are going to be tested you know there's some really good football teams on our schedule and, and we've got to find a way to not only play up to that competition when, when it's one of the, the those marquee games but you've got to find a way to do it week in and week out. Every single week, you know that, that you're going to get the best from whoever you're going against. And there's some real talent. I, I keep saying it, but, you know, over the last few weeks, Science Hill is a very talented team. In my opinion, it's the best Carnes team in a long time. It's the best Clinton team in a long time. That's certainly, uh, you know, some unbelievable team speed that Hall's walked out there with tonight. So I think we're getting the best of a lot of people, and our kids have found a way to survive some of those. They continue to move forward. So, 
you know, I, I think our team is going to be tested as we continue with the second half of this season and hopefully as, as we get closer to playoffs. Coach, uh, one last question for you, and then we'll get you out of here. Uh, what's the message for your team after tonight's win, a hard-fought game, as you get ready for back-to-back road games in region play with Oak Ridge and then a trip to a Campbell County team that, as you were kind of tossing out compliments, might be the best Campbell County team we've seen in a few years? I agree. Uh, you know, the simple is we got to continue to improve. We got to get better. I don't think anybody, um, you know, is going to get satisfied around here. I don't think the coaches are going to get satisfied. I don't think the players are going to be satisfied. Whether it's the offense or the defense, we've all had moments where we look great and moments where we didn't look like we knew what we were doing. So we've got to continue to play more consistent. We've got to continue to, to feed each other on both sides of the ball. But we know what's ahead of us. We, we know that, that, you know, winning at Blankenship Field is no easy task. It's only happened a couple of times. And so, you know, we know next Friday is going to be an absolute battle. Those guys got the best of us, you know, the last couple of times we played them. And so I think our kids will be excited. I think our kids know what's in front. I think we know what we're playing for. But, but the real improvement always comes during practice on Tuesday and Wednesday. Pal, a winner tonight at home against Halls, 14-7. to Coach, I know that win means a lot to you personally. Obviously, for your team's goals, it means a lot. We appreciate you coming on and joining us here tonight on the New Bounce Wrap-Up Show. And obviously, very much appreciate you uh, allowing Vince Ferrara and Don Mahoney to uh, take up some spot in your press box for the KOC Game of the Week. Always love having Pal on, and thank you very much for joining us tonight. Congratulations on the win, and best luck the rest of the way. Guys, I appreciate everything. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. And that was the head coach of the victorious Pal Panthers tonight, Matt Lowe, as they get a much-needed – well, Logan, I'm going to put it – I'm going to let you sum this up. You are the uh, the one with the direct ties to this rivalry. A much-what win over rival halls. I mean, it does mean a lot. And, you know, you know I think Matt uh, summed it up pretty well. You know, both of these schools, they're um, around each other all the time. Both communities are – around each other all the time. People who have been pal go eat in halls at restaurants and see the halls have it and all that stuff. And then obviously vice versa, halls people coming over uh, to pal and both teams, both players going to an elementary school together, sometimes middle school together. And then obviously some transfers back and forth between the two schools, just because of, Hey, you know, redistricting lines, you know, a lot of, a ton, a ton of crossover. I think Matt summed it up perfectly that these two communities and schools and players are so intertwined. It's hard not to know who you're going to, um, across in every sport, softball, baseball, soccer, obviously football tonight. It's a big rivalry and probably one of the premier ones in this region.